Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Pleasure to be with you this week. Through the month of April, we've been celebrating Autism Awareness Month. So we're reminding all of our listeners to, you know, please keep, you know, autism in your prayers for any of the people and families that have any loved ones that may have that going on. We also tell you to, you know, think about them financially. If there's any way that you can help them and support them, uh, it's helpful. The other thing that we're focusing on through the month of April is Financial Literacy Month. And when we talk about financial literacy, you know, Proverbs tells us of what use is money in the hands of fools when they don't have the heart to acquire wisdom. So last week when we began this conversation, I have my partner Dave Suki over at CNA Financial Group with me today. So Dave, welcome. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Frank, it's a pleasure to be with you again this you morning. Know, and I say that as if you're not with me on the I show know. most of the I time. Yeah. So we always want to be fair to Dave. It, you know, it's, you know, Thank you for the introduction. It's, it's all good. So with that being said, I'd like to pick up a little bit from where we left off last week, and we'll start with a little bit of a refresher. And the refresher starts out with the idea that money follows value, and it's in the value that we provide to others and the value that we're, we increase our capabilities that we make a difference. And I'll let Dave start handling that, and then I'll go from what Dave talks about, and we'll get a little bit into how does that relate even to what I should do with my money, how should I invest it? How do I be prudent with it? How do I be a good steward so that I'm not gambling and speculating with it? So with that in mind, Dave, maybe just take a little bit of time and talk a little bit about the investment in ourselves, how we create value, and we increase our capabilities. Yeah, sure, Frank. I'd love to. Um, so we are our best investment. Okay, We um, have the opportunity to um, create value every every day, Frank. Right? So – and when and, – when I first heard that term value, what do you mean create value? You know, it's like, well, it's vague. It's vague, right? Well, I don't understand. Well, you know, listen, creating value could be as simple as, you know, teaching uh, a child how to ride a bike. You know, there's value creation in that, right? The results are, you know, the love or the trust or the relationship that comes from that, right? So that's the that's the um, the, the end of that equation. In the financial world, or for us as as individuals. Usually in the marketplace of our careers, we're value creators and whatever – based on how well we're creating value is typical of usually how much money we may be earning. And you used an example I know last week of like a surgeon. The reason surgeons oftentimes are, have high incomes is because that value creation of life or you know, repairing life or however – you know whatever medicine they're in is at such a high level, they're compensated accordingly, right? Not that it's um, – you know, uh, we're not getting into, you know, what career someone should be in. But in, in your career, it's typical of what value you're usually creating. You know, Dave, as you're going through that, you know, we have a conversation uh, with people all the time about, you know, there's common and uncommon. So something that's very common, okay, often doesn't have the same value as something that's very uncommon. So the that's way correct. That, so when you think in terms of that, it could be as simple as the way that we may act wherever we work, you know, where a common theme may be or a culture might be is um, clients maybe be our nuisance. You know, it's like when did you ever – I used to laugh every once in a while you go to a doctor's office or a dentist's office and the person there behind the window or whatever the case might be is in the middle of – they're reading the paper and they don't even acknowledge <laughs> that you're interrupting there. their day. Yeah, <laughs> interrupting their day, you know, so it's like, you know, 
they're not creating value for me at that point. I'm not feeling good. It's not a great right. experience, which we're going to talk a, a lot about that. But if we could have created more value there, made that person feel better and so forth, that comes back. And when I say it comes back, not only my self-esteem and so forth, but hopefully employers recognize that sure, as well. Sure, And think about that for a second because if you go a little with a little depth in that, Maybe you're more accommodating than to, to tell your friends and your family and your inner circle about, hey, you gotta, if you're looking for a doctor, you go there. They really treat you well, and they take care of you. And it starts maybe with that first person you came in contact, not just the doctor. And there's the value, and now, now the, you know, the, the reward or the compensation of that value shows up somewhere else. That's a, a great point, Dave. And you know, one of the things that we say from an individual standpoint is we – tend to say the best investment that you can make is really in yourself. And, you know, that's about being present in whatever situation you are. And from an educational standpoint, we're very big on this. And the reason being is, is I'm a firm believer that the more that you increase your capabilities, the more value you can provide to right. others. Right. And as Dave, you say, what follows value typically? Money. Money follows value. Well, and I'll give you a great example. Look. LeBron James, probably the best basketball player in the world. He's one of the – I think he's the well, highest According to the new McDonald's commercial he is, when yeah. they go in the room and they right? have the best of everything. Best of everything. And he's just a, <laughs> he's a prominent example in the marketplace. But if you look at the value he creates in the game of basketball for the teams he's on, he should be compensated what he's compensated because he's creating more value than any other player on the court. So sports easy. You typically it's easier, or we can have good conversations you have around statistics that. Around you have it. stats. You have they're in the public. You see them at work, um, as opposed to let's say someone who's a fireman or a policeman or a, a teacher or a financial coach. It, it's it may be different. We're not on camera all day, um, but we're still creating value. Somebody's watching. You know, we've all know that we listen to the show, right? And so, and in all of the different professions that you mentioned, you know, policemen, firemen, whatever the case might be. That ability to invest in their education, um, their ability to provide more capabilities to help more people, to the experience they deliver to others when they're engaged with them, it's just a matter of time. People notice that. You know, yes. we, we we can go back. You know, scripturally. You know, and you can look at you know different things with you know with regard to Joseph. You know, and you think of you know. Where he ended up, he was in jail. Then, you know, all of a sudden it was like, and next thing he ran Egypt. And why? Yeah. And eventually it was, yeah. you, know, you know, everybody, you know, all the Israelites and so forth. So when you think it's a matter of capabilities and creating value. That's right. And, the, you know, I don't want to confuse people to say, you know, well, LeBron James gets paid more than a fireman does. Well, we're not talking about the impact of the value, meaning like, yeah. Yes. Uh, a fireman coming into my house to save my family is definitely impacting my life more than LeBron James dunking a basketball. There's no doubt. But the marketplace may dictate the exchange of the currency, right? Correct. Meaning, you know, the, the – Well, that's all advertising. That's what and, that and is. That's, There's more dollars media. in that. That's media. There's more dollars driven through that marketplace. So that's why, you know um, – And he, there's only one of those. Correct. Just like there may be a captain of a fire squad and then, you know, as opposed to just a, a fireman, right? There's just different value that they're creating in the role they're in. So if you really get your head around that and think for a minute, it, it, it opens up the world of possibility. And we talk about wealth, Frank, responsible wealth. You start to connect the dots. You're like, wow, I am my best investment. I sh I, am I 
creating the most value I can on a daily basis. Well, and staying with that, so, you know, because it is Financial Literacy Month, so, you know, our first point in Financial Literacy Month is you're your best investment, increase your value, increases your capabilities, or increase your capabilities, thus increases your value, and then hopefully the money will follow, but it's not a guarantee on that. Now, if you're a business owner, okay, the more unique what you provide to the public or the better the value that you provide to the public, yeah. the more opportunity then you have to succeed. Pretty straightforward. You know, and when we look at it, we, we always say is you know, your unique ability, which is your God-given abilities, okay? If you look at that and you figure out how you can create a value to others, and so if we just stay now with this business concept, then we expand that a little bit to say, all right, so I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, I create this value to others. Now, in order for me to grow a business, I need to develop a process in which I can deliver that value to people. Correct. And then the last thing that comes out is that how do I provide people with an experience that they don't necessarily get elsewhere? That it just feels different. It seems different. I'm treated differently. Yes. You know, and last week we were kidding about, you know, showing up at a doctor's office or, you know, dentist's office. And, you know, them, you know the, the reception is almost dismissive that we're, we're standing there at the window and they don't even acknowledge no, that we're there. Yeah. Versus the other end of that, which is, Mr. Suki, welcome. So nice to see you. You know, can, is there anything we can do to help you? Doctor will be with you shortly. And all of a sudden, it's a different exchange. Yes. Different experience. And, Frank, you know, when you recognize that as a business owner, once that's been established, now the, the next step is leverage. Yes. How do you leverage the message or the experience into the world to allow it to reach more lives, to create more value, right? So, and you see that all the time, companies that have exploded, and I mean legitimate ones that create really terrific value in people's lives, they add the leverage to the equation – Yep. And now the prosperity and the and the, the you know the uh, uh, expansion occurs. Exactly, because what happens is you've got a duplicatable process. That's right. You divide a particular experience to people. It creates value to them. You go from being common to somewhat uncommon. That's right. And then what happens is the value that you receive, compensation-wise, becomes your earnings. The higher the earnings that you have. On an individual basis, we refer to that as your human-like value. That's correct. Now, it's not that intrinsic piece which talks about all the lives you touch and everything else along the way. You know, that's kind of your gift back. But financially speaking, it has to do with earnings, that's which right. is you know, if I have a 40-year career with an average earnings of $100,000, my human-like value is $4 million. That's, that's what I've earned. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's without anything else associated with it. When I look at a company and I look at – a multiple of earnings, which is what we look at as we start talking more towards investing and being prudent with our money and financial literacy, on a small basis, localized basis, that's how we view that. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So let's stay with that for a little bit, which is let's go to the next level, and we're going to spend the rest of the show on this, which is so each day the Wall Street Journal comes out, USA uh, today comes out, and we got talking heads on television. And for all of our listeners, all of those talking heads are not education, it's entertainment. <laughs> all right, Jim Cramer's entertainment, he's not giving financial advice. There's a difference, so we're all on the same page. But that being said, 
when you look at a company, companies innovate every day. They're trying to, you know, it's interesting. I've read the paper today, and they were talking about the iPhone making a larger screen. And I guess they're trying to compete with Motorola and some of the others. And what happens is they keep coming out with better technology, whatever the case might be, to make our lives better. So in an attempt on a large scale to provide more value to us to make our lives better, they're looking to be compensated. Because what do we say, Dave? What follows value? Money. Money follows value. So yep. what happens is, is the more value that I can provide to you, I can make your life easier, better, faster, and things and information that you want. That's the key. I mean, right now we're in the spring. Here, look at it this way. Um, you have uh, Scott's. You've got all these lawn companies that are out that are producing products. And then you have people out there, such as local business owners, that are willing to go and apply Provides, those products yep. to your home or to your – and why are they doing that? To try to make our lives better. Yep. It's so true. In, in creating value to us and making our lives better, they're compensated for that. Now, the better the value that they create, the more that they get compensated. It, it, it just – it is it what follow, it is. It just it, – it, it's, a, it's a formula that over – Frank, if you look all the way back, you know, from the beginning of time, it's happened. Current, my, I always tell clients and friends, the currency we use is money right now. Yes. But the money didn't always exist. Paper money didn't know, you know, right? Exactly. Other things existed for the exchange of the value, whatever it was, land or, you know, uh, gold or, you know, um, whatever, titles, right? Whatever it might have been years, years and years ago. You know, it's, it's interesting is as, as we're talking about this because capitalism is all about that. And when I say it's all about that, here's the way it works which is companies that are looking to grow, okay? So if I got, you know, an eyeglass company and they're looking to grow, they need to raise money. They can raise money one of two ways. When we think in terms of financial literacy now, this is where we're going, which is I can either borrow money, in which case people will buy bonds. They're called corporate bonds. Yep. Those are notes. They're loans. Yep. Or I can offer stock. I could let them own a piece of the company. Now, what's really great about our system is this. It's a survival of the fittest. The companies that provide the most value with the best products survive. The ones that don't, they don't. That's right. You know, there was a movie out, um, Other People's Money, starring Danny DeVito. (laughs) He was AKA referred to as Louis the Liquidator. (laughs) And I remember a part in the movie where he turns and he goes, you know, he goes, capitalism basically is, I could be the best buggy whip maker in the world, but we're not driving horse and buggies anymore. So it doesn't matter, and that horse and buggy company has no value anymore. Basically, he was saying it was worth more dead than alive the company or sell it in its pieces, and thus he was Louis the liquidator. Yes. So our system does that. So when we think in terms of financial literacy and we're trying to teach people about money, when we're investing our money – what we're really doing is we're trying to identify companies that are creating value to others. And instead of us trying to pick out needles and haystacks, right. okay, and doing things like that, our advice as far as, you know, when you think about it, is, is diversification. We don't know, and it's scriptural, you know, put all your eggs in one basket, you, you spread them amongst many baskets with the idea that some will succeed and some won't. Thus, that's diversification. Yep. And we also know this. No one can tell us 
what the price of something is going to be in the future. And the reason why they can't tell us this is the following. The market always represents what the future value is going to be. They're already anticipating it. So the reality is it's, it's built into the price already. That's right. It was funny. I was right. talking with someone yesterday, and they go, Frank, you know, we've had all this going on with the Ukraine, and we've got this all going on. What do you think it's going to do to the market? I said, it's already built into the cake. They looked at me and go, what do you mean it's already built into the cake? I said, the market already f- reflects the price of what, what that's doing right now. Right. Yep. It, it's instant, and especially it gets more and more instant with the way technology is. Yes. So as we start to wrap up our show, for all of our listeners – we're getting into Holy Week this week, so we wish everyone the most Holy Week. Um, really great time to reflect, to be thankful in all that you do. Uh, Dave, thank you for being with us on our show Thank today. you. Have a great week, Frank. And for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Any questions, you can write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08736, or email us at info at IFRW.com. Thank you, and have a blessed week.